Hi, I'm Zoe. Hi, I'm Erica. Hey, Erica. This is our podcast. Well, what do we do on the podcast? Uh, we talk to wellness experts. Well, what do we talk about? Mm, wellness stuff. And why are we doing this? Because we want to have an inclusive conversation about things that you can actually use and apply to your life. Right. We don't think that wellness should feel preachy. We think it should feel like everybody can participate. That's right. So if you like what you hear, tell a friend. Give us five stars. They're all free. All of the above. All of the above. And think of us as your navigators on the bumpy highway to well. Hey, co-founders of Earth and Star here. Real quick. What if we told you that your morning cup of coffee could deliver powerful immune support, keep dementia at bay, and help you sleep like a baby? Or that you could improve your gut health and reduce inflammation with a delicious daily gummy? You'd probably say we're full of shiitake. Mm-hmm. Well, it can. And as it turns out, all of these powerful health benefits are hiding right under our feet, literally, in the form of functional mushrooms, sometimes referred to as adaptogens. Adaptogens. They are fancy plants and fungi chock full of science-backed benefits to help your body restore, defend, and perform every single day. Earth and Star is our line of super premium adaptogen-infused goodies. Goodies. What do we got? We've got organic mm. ground coffee in mm. dark roast, hazelnut, even decaf for people like yes. me. Um, and they're all boosted with a powerful dose of adaptogen extracts to give you the most delicious morning brew with zero crash, zero jitters, zero, zero for real. Mm, talk to me. I like it. But is it actual coffee? Or that weird muddy tasting coffee replacement that you have to like mix and froth and then convince yourself it tastes good. Tastes good and not like mud, you mean? No, because it's actual coffee. We just added in the extracts. So you get extracts for powerful focus, sustained energy, no anxiety, no big whoop. And if that's not your thing, we've also got dark chocolate bars. I mean, fun. They're organic, 72% cacao with delicious flavors like mint, orange, sea salt, and all with no weird crap or additives. Most likely you have a daily chocolate habit anyway. So why not make it super delicious and functional while you're at it? Mm-hmm. And what's that? You still need an easier way to make this adaptogen habit stick? I see what you did there. I see Done. Where Done. I know. Here's what I did. We've got gummies too. Get it? They stick. Um, yes. And we managed to pack a therapeutic dose into just two little vegan gummies. Two, two, not not four or six, because come on, people, no grown-ass adult needs six gummies a day. <laughs> but if you do, no judgments. No judgments. And no, Earth and Star products do not taste like mushrooms. We will legit give you your money back if you taste even the slightest hint of shroominess. Our products are just like the ones you are already consuming regularly. Real coffee, real chocolate, etc. They are just boosted with functionality to help you adapt every day adapt every day with all the stuff that comes our way. Oh my God, I just did a rhyme. That was good. Um, that was pretty good. Uh, so check us out at earthandstar.com and or follow us at earthandstarco. And if you want 15% off, you can use the code HTW on your first order. Do, do, do. Yeah. Do I need to watch The Last of Us? It seems um, like everyone on fucking planet is watching this show. This is like the apocalyptic mushrooms take over your body and kill it. Uh, yeah. Kind of like a 
cordyceps From what fashion. I can understand uh, in the 32 minutes that I did watch of episode one, never to be revisited again, it seems that it is an actual human cordyceps experience. Um, so, you know, no spoilers. I can't spoil anything because I didn't actually okay, well, watch it. For, I guess if we're going to talk about it, let's give some some background information, which is just on cordyceps lump. Cordyceps are mushrooms that... Uh, they're like long, stringy, orange-looking things, and they basically. Um, they're, How they're, did they get they that take, way? They take the they they take the, the the cake for like creepiest mushroom in the fungi kingdom because they infect their host, which is a caterpillar. So basically, they attach you know it attaches to a caterpillar, and then it slowly takes over the caterpillar. Um, and it become the caterpillar becomes the mushroom. Um, and there's like Sinesis and Militara. So there's two different kinds. The, the one is like the actual caterpillar. And then you can also, you can cultivate it on non-caterpillar no caterpillars um, are substrates such as like grain or oat or whatever. So, um, yeah, so we, so in Earth and Star, we don't, we use the, the one that's, uh, it's vegan, put it that way. Yeah, we use the oat, <laughs> the oat, we, uh, parasite and not the caterpillar parasite. Yeah. Let's just say, so there's a little quick scene at the beginning of the first episode where they go back, you know, there's a flashback to a news segment in like the sixties where a man is talking, a doctor is talking about cordyceps and he just describes that exact process that you did. And then, um, like I said, I'm not going to spoil anything because I didn't make it past the first 30 minutes, but, uh, there is a scene where basically a woman is going through the uh, metamorphosis, shall we say, shall we call it, of turning, um, of becoming taken over by this parasite, including some gnarly shit coming out of her mouth that looks like spore. I, I have like a goosebumps thing. It was so fucking right. disturbing. Yeah. People are obsessed with this show. And I know, and, and I, so I posted a little something after I started to try watching it. And the reason for all of this was that a few days ago, um, an influencer was captured wearing one of our amazing fungi sweatshirts. Mina Harris. Yeah. Um, big shout out because it was very cool. Um, she's wearing one of our sweatshirts and she kind of referenced The Last of Us in her in her post and saying like she'd watched one episode and now she's like a fungi fanatic. Um, by the way, it's not a great PSA for mushrooms either, this show, because no. they essentially take over the human race. But um, anyway. Well, but uh, also, you know, just if we're being real they were here before us and they're going to be here after us. Oh, so. for sure. And I kind of think that that's the gist of the show. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's fucking gnarly and disturbing. And I had to, and a, a bunch of people saw my post that I was saying, like, I really tried, but I can't do it. They're like, no, no, but you just have to watch episode three because it's really heartstrings and there's no more people getting their faces eaten off and da, da, da. And it, it serves as a standalone episode. I'm like, I might, but I really might just not go back because... I get nightmares when I watch that shit. I mean, I, yeah, I don't, I'm not into gore, but I do like sort of end of the world apocalyptic type the dystopian movies and, stuff. and shows. I love it because it's just, you know, it's always that like question of like, oh, what would you do? Would you figure out how to survive? Like, would you make it? Would you be like, what did you watch station 11? I'm like halfway through in the book. I just, it's, um, it's, I have to be in the, I have to be in the mood, but it's that intense. is the type of shit that I love, but it does sometimes get too dark for me. Intense. I can't, I can't, uh, I turned and I just had to start watching like reruns of the office. It was too much. 
Yeah. Sometimes you just need a little Seinfeld to cleanse your palate, you know? Um, but anyway, so that's the mushroom show. Yeah. Um, no shade to all the people who love it. I have a lot of praise for you people to watch it and appreciate mushrooms in a new way. If anything, it's just raising some tides. Yeah. You people learn about (laughs) mushrooms, you people. Um, and then what was the other, what was the other, um, why did we start talking about that? Because we were saying, what's what's on your mind? What's on your plate this week? And I was saying the two topics that I wanted to share were, let's talk about The Last of Us because everyone and their mom is talking about The Last of Us, except for right. me and my mom. Um, and also, and we'll talk about it more in the actual episode, which will probably air by the time this one airs, but um, the miracle that is hormone therapy, that is the progesterone, that oh, I started ah, three weeks left. Ago. Hold on. We're going from, from these are the two things that are like on a, my mind this week. Mushrooms like taking over the world. Review to and how I feel so much better than I have in a really long time. Oh God. So you're telling me this whole time that you've been losing your shit. It's just been like a pre-menopausal menopausal situation. Perimenopausal. And perimenopausal. Yeah. It appears that that's largely what it has been related to. And you have, that's been verified because you uh, are feeling relief from hormone therapy. Correct. And I have, I'm not taking literally any other supplements right now for reasons we'll discuss offline. Um, but uh, I'm only taking magnesium for sleep and I take progesterone at night, 200 milligrams, which is like the pres- whatever the recommended prescription for the last three and a half weeks. And mm-hmm. I swear to God, I have not cried in six weeks easily. Um, I have not felt like, I feel like myself, like a, it sounds very trite to say that, but I just feel kind of normal. And I think I felt so not normal for so long. And I really had no idea what was wrong with me. And I just kind of got used to feeling like this is now the state of my brain, which is waking me up in the middle of the night, every single night with the chatter mm-hmm. and the talk and the crying and the dragging my ass around and feeling like so low and so bad about so many things. And I don't know, mm. it's... I don't want that. No. Hormone replacement therapy is a thing that we're kind of like recently discovering um, with the help of a company called Alloy, which we did a whole episode about. But so, and that's how you discovered this sort of... Um, protocol protocol for... And I thought it was estrogen, but you're saying it's progesterone. No, the reason that it's not estrogen is because I still get my period. So it means my body is still... I still have estrogen in my system. So that's why it's perimenopause and not menopause. Like basically, if you are still having, you know, whatever version of a period you have every month, and that was like the whole nightmare that I dealt with last year, um, is my body still has estrogen. So the only thing I needed to supplement was progesterone. And so, did you like, and so your levels were like tested and they yeah, thought like- My oh. levels were tested in blood tests and my doctor, my like traditional gynecologist was like, you don't need anything. You're fine. You're too young. You don't need it yet. And I was like, well, my levels might look fine, but my psychotic brain is here to tell you I'm not fine. And she like wanted nothing to do with the conversation. She was just like, I mean, she's good at what she does. She's primarily a surgeon and I get it. Like surgeons don't want to have bedside manner. They don't want to talk. They just want to like solve your problem and not see you again until you need surgery again. Um, So she wanted nothing to do with it. And so it was literally just anecdotal 
because there's been so much stuff in the news and because we happen to have a personal relationship with the folks at Alloy, I was like, well, I'm just going to see what happens. And so I went on and I did my little telemedicine appointment with the, with the woman there. And she was like, yeah, your symptoms are not menopausal. You're not having hot flashes. You're not having, you know, all of the more typical menopause. And if you're still getting a period, then you still have estrogen in your system. But it sounds like based on the mood stuff, based on the sleep, the, you know, massive insomnia that we all know is like, I mean, I talk about it all the time. She's like, just try progesterone and see what happens. And it's literally like a fucking miracle. Oh, and this is, you take it orally. Yeah. It's a 200 milligram capsule. I take it before bed. That's it. Well, progesterone for all. I don't know. Maybe I'll do it. Sounds good. And the idea is that you take this in perpetuity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Is and then it? eventually, presumably, we'll start on estrogen once it's necessary. But right now, this is all I need to be doing. You know, it's so interesting. And I think like alloy is, it's their 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 view their business is sort of like on the opposite end of the spectrum as like Elisa Vitti, right? In some ways, yeah, that's right. Which I was I kind of wanted to ask her about that. I just didn't want to take such a hard left when we were having the conversation, um, the interview with um, the founder, the founder, right? Yeah, and. So, but I am curious, like that would be a very interesting arena to put them both in right. to say, can you guys like duke this out? Like to, to supplement with hormones or to not? Because Lisa Vitti, who's, who is very well known now, and she's actually, um, she's created a great business too called Flow Living. And it's all about sort of mapping, charting your cycles. Apparently you have two. Um, and, and not having, you know, she's, she's very, I don't want to say anti-birth control, but like when it comes to hormones, her thinking is that you can really manage all this shit naturally. And like, and I, yeah, I'm just, I think it's so interesting because Alloy is sort of like, why would you not do this? Like, it's like to call it unnatural is kind of debatable, right? I mean, they're hormones. I don't know. It's interesting to, it's a, it's, I'm still so confused by it, but like, like which pet, like, what are you supposed to do? Are you supposed to go on like low dose birth control to sort of like regulate these perimenopausal mood swings or like, you know, any other kind of symptoms you might be experiencing, which there are so many and nobody really associates them with like perimenopausal, but newsflash or if you're 35 or older, you're perimenopausal. Um, like, so anyway, insomnia, like constipation, like dry skin. I mean, things that you just like, don't really associate with anything besides, oh, this is just one of those crappy things that I have to deal with. Yeah. So, well, that's good. I'm excited for you. I'm happy that you're having, you're finding some relief in your, in your miserable life. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. In your fucking miserable life. I'm kidding. Um, no, it's good. I think one of the big, one of the best um, sort of quotes from that interview with Alloy was that, like, culturally, the fact that nobody talks about menopause and there's no real cure for it or like solution is that because culturally we have such a high tolerance for women suffering. Yes, like, and I I think that that is like so on the nose. <laughs> like, it's exactly what it is. But anyway, I digress. Um, so you've got. Yeah, go ahead. 
No, that's it. So yeah, those are my my hot topics this week. <laughs> Over to you. <laughs> oh shit. Um, my hot topics. Everyone's enjoying school. Well, Oscar just had a birthday. Boring. No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, <laughs> I I'm finding that therapists, talk therapists, mm-hmm. which I've seen on and off for I don't know a couple decades are oftentimes helpful. But once you get over the hump, or maybe once it's just like run its course, it's really hard to break up with a therapist. (laughs) And I have this week been dodging a couple of them. And I'm trying to find like the right way to express to them that our time here is done. Yeah. (laughs) Like without them being like, no, like you That's really what you think, talk. Zoe. Yeah. I mean, they're so good at it. They're so fucking good at it. Like, yeah. You're like, it's stressful. You need to talk about these things. Like, I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, Are you finding that your time with them is done? Because sometimes there's that that sort of slump that you hit where, and this is, I know you've had it, I've had it. I don't know if everyone, like you kind of feel like you're showing up and you have to fabricate some topics totally. and subject matter because otherwise there's really no reason to talk. Is it that or is it the expense or is it... Because I've had both where... No, I think it's definitely like... It's a combination. So there's two reasons why I'm just like pulling the plug <laughs> for now. I'm sure I'll go back at some point. Um, but I think the first reason is just because, yes, that is something that I've had in the past where I feel like... Um, my day was going kind of fine and I yeah. hadn't thought about all this shit that you expect me to get into right now at like two o'clock in the afternoon. And like, sometimes I don't have anything. Right. And so I have to like make right. something you up. You could have had something like, terrible happen yesterday and needed some therapy in that moment. And then yeah. today it's completely disruptive. So yeah, I feel like I'm kind of like entertaining, which is like, I don't feel like I, why do I feel like I need to entertain you? This is going to also bizarre. pay you to do so. And then pay you. <laughs> this is another weird thing. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just, it's, it's, yeah, take a beat. Take a beat there. Yeah. So I'd rather yeah. just like phone a friend sometimes, you know? Of course. I feel like it's just as cathartic, just as therapeutic. Anyway, so that was, so I'm trying, yeah, that's one thing that's happening this week is I'm, I'm just putting two helpful people releasing them back into the wild i'm releasing (laughs) them back into the wild be free um anyway uh yeah i mean that's it i think there's a lot going on listen 2023 it's february 23rd today oh yeah 2023 and this is just gonna be a very interesting year is all i can say yeah it is not stagnant it's not boring it's not boring. It's not stagnant. I feel like not just for me, but for like a lot of people around me too. I feel like there's something about this year where it's just like, we're not just shaking up the snow globe. It's like being smashed against the wall. So, and I'm kind of like terrified and excited, excited for all, all whatever that means. To pick um, up the little Statue of Liberty off the floor and put her back where... Is she in a snow globe? No, I guess not. What do you see in a snow globe? A statue? Our Lady Liberty? Who's in a snow globe? 
She's like, always in a snow globe. No men and sky the skyline, New York City skyline. Yeah. It's a yeah. snow globe. That's a proper, it's like image search. That's what you're gonna see. <laughs> and you know what else? What? Uh, I've been finding very therapeutic while we're on the subject. I mean, I hate to sound like a total basic bitch, but Glennon Doyle's podcast, we can do hard things. I mean, I cannot get enough of this. I love woman. her. I don't listen to it that much. I love her so hard. Sometimes she's so annoying and neurotic, but I love how thoughtful she is and how articulate she is and yeah. how analytical she is of her own self. And she, um, I don't know. I find her to be a great comfort and like a great thing to put. It's like wonderful podcast to listen to when I'm just like, I think I need a little perspective or I need yeah. to hear about someone else's, you know, not problems, but here's someone else talking about their hard times. Every episode or do you pick out the ones with the topics that look interesting? I kind of listen to every episode. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I like the trifecta of like her wife and her sister. Yeah. It's just, it's just funny. Cause there's like I, this. I found it. Yeah. I find it like when I have listened, I definitely find it insightful, but I don't go back to that. Well, as, as, um, faithfully as you do. I do. I oh, speaking her. of Love faithfully, um, I went to a soul cycle class yesterday, which I haven't done in about 12 years. Oh, I dear God. I know. Um, it's not really my brand of choice, but I went with a friend and part of the reason that I have not gone back for many reasons, but part of the reason I haven't gone in a long time is because the one that I did go to first time, the music was so bad and it was so loud and it just made me angry. So loud. It was so cheesy and terrible. Ugh, and so it corny. Was, so yesterday I was very wary, but my friend was like, no, he plays great music. And I was like, well, let me be the judge of that because you and I don't have the same taste in music. But he played a full on like 80s, 90s rock block culminating in Journey with your favorite karaoke song, Faithfully, which is actually an amazing song to do a little cool down to. And I thought of you while I was sweating and singing very loud in the dark. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> I do like to scream that into a microphone sometimes. It is a great song. I can't do Soul Cycle. I have like tried it twice. I had literally had to leave halfway through and I had a panic attack on the bathroom floor. I was like, it's so crowded and dark in here. And I feel like I can't, I'm stuck in this bike, in this dark room. I even had the earplugs in and I was yeah. just like, get me the fuck out of here. Yeah. The class is only about it. half full, but I have that experience too. It can't be, it can't be a packed room or I'm not going to be happy at all. No, people love that though. They just love the like, the energy. It's from sort the of like culty kind of club thing. I'm just like, oh my I God. Love it. I like my spin. I like my Peloton experience with Peloton Jen, I wish that she would at some point pay attention to me and to us because I love her so much. What do you like about her? She's just, she's great music and she's just like no bullshit. She's like, you know, she's like a mom that lives in Jersey and she's like in her fifties and she talks about her kids in college. She's just, I don't know. I love her music and I love her um, general vibe. It's on Jen. Peloton Jen. All right. I don't know. I can't get to, I can't get too involved with these instructors. Like I don't, I can't handle another intimate relationship in my life. <laughs> and then on top of it, it's like, they all start talking. They get so damn preachy sometimes. It's very weird. It's like they found this, this, I don't know. Well, I have some I, people, like, that's what, I, I think that's what, like, there's somebody for everybody, right? Like 
Jen only preaches about how much she loves Billy Joel. She does not actually preach about fitness. But yeah, some people no. need preaching about this. Some people need a chapel. They need a church. They are disciples. I just want to go like, dude, I'm like such a dork when I go, like I have a Peloton bike. Whenever I use it, I go to the same person, Matt Wilpers. He's like the biggest tool. I don't even He's know like, who he is. Because all he does is talk about like, metrics. I mean, he's such a dork and he plays the worst music, but I'm just like, <laughs> you know what? Cause he doesn't distract me. It's like, yeah. he, it's just like very focused on like the thing. And like, that's all I want. I don't want to like get on the bike and be like, Oh no, I got to listen to like Ali love with her. Like, but I just, I can't make some too much. Feel good. She's like, I'm not judging you. Don't judge me. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm just riding a bike. <laughs> like what the fuck? Can you just tell me what like zone I'm supposed to be in? Like, no, I'm not, I don't need to, this is not your, I don't know, therapy. So it was just, it just gets weird. It's like, shut up and talk about the numbers, please. <laughs> I just like Jen because she encourages the sing along and that's all I want to do all the time ever. <clears throat> um, okay. Well, that's fun. Yo, can I get some of that progesterone? <laughs> uh, let me hook you up with my dealer. I actually was just, uh, she's going to top me up. So, you know. Like, yo, I got a girl uh, <laughs> over in uh, Fort Greene. <laughs> she's, looking for, uh, she's looking for some progesterone. She's looking for some <laughs> hormones. Oh, man. And she's real cranky. <laughs> that is really the state of where we are. We talk about hormones and reading glasses. Mm. I don't care. I like my either. I like your glasses. I express too. myself. <laughs> it's like I could be a different person every day. So many frames. So many frames. Do you listen to Joe Rogan? No, I don't. Do you not like him? I can't say for sure that I don't like him because I haven't really given a fair shot, but I don't. I don't love what I know about him. And I also, the couple of episodes that I have tried to listen to, I just find him actually just audibly very difficult to listen to because it's just a little too aggressive. He talks really fast. He talks really loud. It's just like, it's kind of an assault on the senses. I'm kind of surprised by how much I like him. And then I was like, oh, well, I guess it shouldn't be that surprising because like sort of 50 million other people who listen to his podcast, it's insane. Wait, there was something I wanted to talk about and I totally forgot. I should smoke weed maybe. What What did you learn from Joe Rogan that last time you listened? I don't know. There was something, I know he's like obsessed with um, sort of like extraterrestrial, like UFO, whatever. He's like really excited about that subject in general and he's okay. always trying to like, um, and you know, we've recently identified a UFO. That's true. It's bizarre. And so I wonder, I just thought about, I I wonder if he's done an updated podcast on that subject and I would probably listen to it. Um, fuck, what did I want to talk about? There was something um, interesting that I had and now it's gone. Boop. On the Joe Rogan tip? No. Oh. <laughs> Separate. Separate. Oh, this is what I want to talk about. That was amazing. I just watched it flash across your face. You did? It just yes. went... <laughs> <laughs> okay. So... This is like a very, and I, I, I don't even know if I sent it to you, but um, you want to hear the, the connection? Yes, please. Joe Rogan and Dave Asprey yep. 
used to be BFFs and now they hate each other. And like, it's weird. They throw shade on like social media and it's very awkward and they're like grown up children about it. I don't understand why, but I sort of got it preferably. Um, Dave Asprey is all, he's like so anti-vegetable and so pro, oh God. Yeah. Let me, let me unpack this one for you. Mm. Vegetables are trying to kill you. Kale is trying to kill you. Spinach is trying to kill you. Oh, you haven't heard him go on his rants about this? No. I mean, I follow him pretty closely because um, I'm just... And, yeah, the people. It's like all biohackers and mm-hmm. doctors. But so he is so insanely pro-meat. Obviously, like, you know, he raises his own meat and everything. He it has to be like grass-fed, pasture-raised, blah, blah, blah. But his big argument and his big... He's very aggressive about this. And apparently he's done like all the the sort of, you know, using himself as a guinea pig, all the blood work. And he's got all the, you know, the science to sort of show that like, you know, his inflammation markers have gone down since doing X, Y, and Z, whatever. He's not alone. And there's another functional medicine doctor that I discovered um, on social media who is also... So fucking anti plants, like vegetables and plants, and you don't need them. In fact, they're toxic. No plant wants to be eaten. That's why they release these toxic chemicals. But a cow does want to be eaten. So this is my point, right? So I'm just like, can we just have a big, I want to have a big old discussion about this. And I don't know who we need to invite to the table. Okay, let's find somebody. But I really want to like have a conversation with like a Dave Asprey type person. And I think I found this one doctor who maybe she would be She'd be down to come on the show, but I really want to talk about how these two camps can be so on such polar opposite sides of this. Like there's such extremes. Um, and I don't understand how you can make a statement like plants don't want to be and they can't run. That's why they have chemicals that they release that are toxic so that you don't eat them. But so do animals. So, like, what the fuck are what are we talking about? Also. It's also just like, what do you even, what are you searching for? Like in terms of like when you do, you know, your own um, like study on yourself and you're looking at your own labs and how your body's responding to it. Like, are you just looking at inflammation or are you looking at cholesterol or like, are you looking like, what are the things that you're actually measuring? Because well, obviously you're not measuring the same things. Right. Right. I mean, largely I feel like he's measuring, like he wants, he's going for longevity, right? He's going for this is the thing that will allow my cells to stay, you know, intact for longer than, I mean, there's this whole kind of different school of thought, right? Around the body hacking thing or some people, you know, people who are doing crazy, crazy weights and all of that, like they're living very, very high quality lives, but probably shorter. And people who do different types of exercises are probably going for longevity, but they might start to break down over time. Do you know what I mean? So they're kind mm-hmm. of going like the long and slow game, whereas the other camp is like, no, no, high impact, high quality of life. I'm going to have that. I'm going to live at like 150, but only until I'm 80, as opposed to the other ones that are like, eh, I'm kind of living at like a 75%, but I'm living to yeah. 100. But I mean, so I don't know what he's going for because I don't pay that close attention to him, but I just feel like when no, he's getting... going to live to be 150. He's very vocal about that. Okay. <sighs> but he's going to be the, you know, he's going to do it 
in very good health. Right. You know, he's not going, he, that's I don't like want to live that long. The rectangularization is what it's called. Mm-hmm. Where right? you just have like a steady plateau and then you go off the cliff. You basically live in really, really well, really, really healthy, and then you're done. And then you're As opposed to the triangularization where it's just like this. Slow. I get that. I feel like slow decline is one of the scariest things that you can think about in terms of aging, but. Ugh. Anyway, but, I want to get a, I want to get a, um, and I think this is like probably somewhat of a natural backlash to like the mid 2000s when everybody was like raw food, kale, mm-hmm. all the green mm-hmm. juice, all the greens, all the things. So like it's a backlash from that plus this like new kind of like keto paleo mm-hmm. um, vibe that everybody's on. But I really, I like, I need to just, it really gets under my skin. I yeah, feel like I, I need to understand. I need to have a conversation about it. Vegetables are delicious. Okay. Well, I just like, I'm sorry, but I'm, I'm not good. I can't, I can't, I can't believe it. So we'll talk about that. We're going to find somebody. Yeah, we need to find somebody. If anybody's listening and they know the person we should interview, then, you know, give us a shout. Yeah. Hey, listen, this has been super fun. Mildly educational. Mildly educational. What did I, what did I learn about? Okay, so uh, I need to watch the Cordyceps Maybe. movie. Maybe. Maybe. We need... You need the language. Progesterone in our life. What? We need progesterone in our lives. You need to find the language to release your therapist back into the wild. And we need to find the vegetable haters and understand why. Yeah. In summary. <laughs> and in summary. That's all. I was going to go back to snacking on my earth and star chocolate. Uh-huh. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you heard, please go to Apple Podcasts and give us a review. Give us a couple of stars. Give us five whole stars. They don't cost you anything. And you can find out more information on our website at htwpodcast.com. And you can follow us on social at Earth and Star, which is at Earth and Star Co. Thanks so much.